Turn down for what? Good. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, are we recording? Yeah. Good morning oh and god. welcome to Chapman and Robin. I'm Max Peterson. And I'm Bird. And Bird is turning down for what? Uh, we missed last week. Uh, I, I just, we wanted to get one up, um, but I had just gotten back from Chicago, and I caught a little bit of a cold over in Kalamazoo. Which and is, you shared it. I did. I shared it all around, all around my all, all around my workplace, all around my home. I'm just a giving kind of guy. Um, better better catching a cold than catching a bullet in Kalamazoo, am I right? Oh but my I, god! It's in a lot of really sketchy cities. Um, we should we should talk about the cities though, because that was my one request for. I, I kind of mentioned that it was doing a podcast tonight, sure. and uh, uh, one Miss Mariah Rosado wanted me to talk about um, Chicago and about my many day oh, train voyage across we america we might i mean she'll just fall asleep eventually she'll tire herself out and you know i did give her some demerol so <laughs> there's that um yeah my predictions on what a train ride was going to be like mm. i'm gonna go ahead and say they were 99.9 percent accurate <laughs> <laughs> Um, Wrong. There was, you know, the only thing was it wasn't plush red. What did I say? It was was it? It wasn't red leather, was it? Did I say plush red leather? It was not plush red leather. It was more like um, it was more like uh, like old memory foam upholstered in dirty napkins. It's more or less. (laughs) I'm kidding. I'm kidding. The trains were pretty nice, actually. Like if I'm if I'm 100 honest, the trains were really not that bad. <laughs> um, I left port from port. The only rough part was leaving from Portland at um, what time did, did we? Jesus. I'm sorry. <clears throat> I just wanted to. That's turn. what happens when you drink. That's what happens when I don't have a microphone stand. <laughs> um, I just wanted to turn and look at you. Um, we, I left from Portland at what? Like why do you want to look at me? Five o'clock in the morning was it? Uh, my train. Really early. My train left. I think at it's like five, four or five. Yeah. But um, that that <sighs> first train. Oh my god! I ride the bus to work every day, so I was kind of expecting like a bus. And Bird had, uh, I think she repeatedly called them the gray greyhounds, greyhound on, rails. on tracks. Yeah, greyhound on tracks. They're not. They're really not. Like they whatever. Am, they're not. I'm telling you. There was one train I was on that was like maybe. Have you ever been on a greyhound before? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and they're no, they're they're way nicer than that. Um, like the first train I got on, I saw, I think I Snapchatted a bunch of people at like five o'clock in the morning. Um, to show them how much legroom I had on this damn train, like on the damn train, I just sunk into the red leather, and someone handed me a martini, and I stretched my legs out. I mean, okay, no. I, and th- some lovely lady across the way took your shoes off and rubbed your feet for you. No, she gave me a blowjob. Uh, oh, yeah, like right Full off service, right off the bat. Well, you know, that's what you get when you <laughs> when you travel, coach. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> No, it was, uh, but honestly, they weren't as bad as I was expecting, because I I clearly was not expecting red leather and and Bond girls, but I was expecting, like, um, not, not the, I mean, because I've I've also flown on planes a bunch, and planes, you know, basically, the seat in front of you is designed to push your, push your kneecaps onto the tops Mm. of your thighs, you know, um, but no, on, on every train I was on, I had enough room to fully extend my legs in front of me, um, I mean, not like straight out, but like you know, like I, I could sit, I could I could sit with my legs like fully extended, re- heels resting on the ground, and nice. every train I was on, and I had room for my backpack on the ground too. Yes. 
Yeah, trains are real nice. I didn't get uh, motion sickness at all. I, and hmm. the food. <laughs> okay, there was one uh, on the one train from Bo- from Boston to. Do they give you meals if you're on there? No, you have to pay for it. It's them. not provided in your no, ticket. No, they have a. <clears throat> um, the trains have a cafe, which, having been to France and having been to cafes, is not actually a cafe. It's more like a. Like a guy who has a cupboard full of chips, <laughs> and um, there's also there's also there is a dining car. There's a dining car on on every train I was on, um, but I didn't go to the dining car because the plate was probably like between t- cheapest, probably like twenty six bucks. What for like a meal? Oh yeah, but like I paid like seven bucks for a burger. Well, you know, and uh, my first meal on a train was a hamburger and a, a bottle of scotch. <laughs> A little mini bottle. Oh, um, I was like, you bought a full <laughs> I bottle? I bought a full bottle of scotch. I'd, I had earmarked a huge chunk of money just for that first oh fifth of scotch that I was going to drink on a train. No, um, but... Uh, drink it all the way there or all the way back? Um, I would have drunk it halfway to Washington, D.C. and then slept the rest of the way. No, um, <laughs> so it was Boston to Chicago, and I was getting kind of hungry, and I'd been living on power bars for the whole day so far so i was like fuck uh, it i gotta get something to eat so i went to get a burger at the cafe because i had heard all uh, that the dining car was really expensive so uh i go to get a burger and it's this like this really like uh like congenial old guy behind the counter oh i remember you texting me about him <laughs> and he yeah he was, i made friends he was really cool yeah i made friends with the staff on the train um so, uh, as a note to our listeners at home, uh, Bird and I made drinks. She made a cup of licorice tea. Um, real exciting. She's hardcore. I sissied out and made a tiki drink. I made a chichi. It's uh, it's like vodka and and pineapple juice Baby. and coconut cream. Which Bird keeps sticking her tongue in my glass and licking <laughs> the, the, the like congealed coconut cream off the sides. It's fairly disgusting, but um. Shut up, you so, love me. I do love you. Um, so I go back to get the uh, the burger, and I, I'm, the guy's like, uh, you know, what do you want? I'm like, I don't know. What do, you, what do you have? Sorry. And he's like, the menu's right behind you. So I turn around and look. I pick a burger and a bottle Ow, of scotch. And the guy, the ticket collector, the the guy who walks by, he goes, um, he goes, yeah, you getting the burger? And I was like, yeah, yeah, I, I am. He's like, oh, good choice. That is the best microwaved burger you're going to have all day. <laughs> And the guy behind the counter goes, I like this kid. I think, you know, he's, he's, he's funny. I think I'm going to cook this burger all the I'm going to microwave this burger all the way through for him. I was like, you guys are mm. awesome. So the burger was shitty garbage. And I, no, it was okay. Yeah, so I ate the burger and I, I drank my scotch and I fell asleep. Wrong. I did not fall asleep because you know what you can't do on trains in coach? Fall asleep. Ever? There's, oh my God, it's horrible. Um. It's it's not it's not the worst thing in the world. It's not like you know, it, it's not. It is what it is. It's not. It's not as bad as sleeping on a plane, but yeah, like you can put your seat back. Get you one of those like neck pillow. That's things. not even what it is because oh. I just you want to you want to lay down, but you can't lay far enough back, and your the leg rest pops up, so you can kind of make like sort of a bed, but it's like a forty five degree angle bed and leg rest. Yeah. Did you say like? Oh yeah, you push a button on the side of your thing and like boop a little. Oh my god, like a lazy boy. Like a lazy boy. Trains. It's like riding around yeah. in lazy boys. And during the day, that's great. But at night, when you're trying to sleep, the, they made the seats just like two inches too small to be comfortable in. Intentionally, hmm. the evil bastards. 
Um, Except I'm a little bit smaller than you. Yeah, you could, you know, honestly, you could probably sleep totally comfortably on a, on a train. I have no doubt about it. But um, uh, We've slept in a car before. Yeah, that's like, true. It's, it was sort of like sleeping in a car, but you don't have, you can't, you know, you can't crank the seat that far back. But, um, you know, so you, cur- you curl up and try not to rip through your dirty napkin seat. And um, on the way there, I had no blankets. Makes my skin crawl. <laughs> yeah, when I say dirty napkins. Um, dirty pillows. Yeah, dirty pillows. <laughs> um, yeah, so it was, oh, man. And then, of course, every time you go through a station, they have to make an announcement. So, they'll, it, you know, they do turn the lights off for you. But when we rolled through, we were going through New York. And every time we stopped at a station, like two What about, like, earplugs? Yeah, earplugs would not be a bad option, um, but it, it was more like the can't get comfortable thing. Mm, but okay. um, on the way home, I, f- I discovered the secret, which is you take two capsules of NyQuil, and you don't care. You just fall the fuck asleep and stay asleep for the entire the entire train ride. Seriously, I took two NyQuil capsules, and I was just out. Maybe Ouch. I was exhausted, and like the NyQuil kind of kind of helped. But yeah, um, so the trip was good. Um, uh, I think I made, I can't remember exactly what I said on the last Chapman and Robin, but I think I made a bunch of predictions about like serial killers and like catching, oh, like yeah. dying, getting shot and getting burned. Obviously alive and you didn't die. No, I did not die. Um, Boston was not bad. Um, the thing that I noticed about Boston is the Boston accent is real. And the Boston <laughs> accent is way more hardcore than you can possibly imagine. Um, but uh, yeah, that was fine. Washington, D.C. I didn't walk around the city. Chicago. Chicago was blasty blast. Oh, it was so much fucking fun. <laughs> like I was wor- I I'll admit I was worried and I I even put on a brave face when I left, but like my mom really freaked me out about Chicago. You know, like Max, I just read the news. I was watching the news and there was a statistic and it said 97% of 2% of 35% of people who go to Chicago get shot directly in the face the moment they step off the train and then their body is raped by dogs for the rest of the week. And I was like, I was like, oh my God, that must be true. My mom just said it to me on the phone. So I have all this, all these visions of getting like shotgunned in the head and and like dragged around by dogs with turgid penises, it was just terrifying, bird. Uh, that was not at all what happened. Chicago is a pretty, pretty groovy city. Um, everyone was really nice. Haven't you been there before? Yeah, yeah, but I was there back before. Cause to be fair, like gun crime is on the rise in Chicago. That is true. That is factual. I didn't see any while I was there, but I'm, you know. That's good. Yeah, it was. It was definitely a positive experience that no one shot at me while I was in Chicago. Um, but I got off, uh, yeah, like Mariah, Mariah said on Facebook today, the, the most dangerous or scariest thing that happened while we were in Chicago happened while me and Mike were with her. Mm -hmm. Um, on the last day we were there, Sitsi had to go to work. So, you know, I got up off of the, um, the semen stained air, air mattress that he had lent me to sleep on with the duct tape patches. And I found, I did find a pair of children's underwear on the mattress i'm not sure what that was about i forgot to ask him anyway uh so i get up off the mattress you know and sitsi had already gone to work me and mike went and got breakfast then we went and hung out with mariah and we went to an awesome thai place where old people complained they had only brought an exactly enough cash to pay their bill but not pay their tip (gasps) so yeah so they were like given the for whatever reason they were like getting shitty with the waitress there who was really nice 
And also, this place had amazing Thai tea, so you would have loved it. But um, the Thai iced tea. Um, so we went from there, and we went and went and saw a notorious or infamous or or popular swinging Chicago gay bar. I can't remember the name of it now, but uh, we went and saw this Chicago gay bar. And as we were walking, wasn't it something girls? It was like it's like big, big girls, big girls or big big madam or something like that. But yeah, it's something similar to that. But we walked a little bit further down that block, and there was a light post, like a full on steel light post, just like smashed on the ground. There's a picture of it on Instagram, um, like smashed on the ground and like mangled bikes and a tree with a bunch of bark off it. And that was the that was the like closest we came to anything that was like either remotely scary and dangerous. And it was a. Uh, an SUV's brakes went out or something. Um, some some kid who was nearby told us that a, a diabetic had passed out behind the wheel. Ooh, and yikes. Yeah, so the SUV, like, jumped the curb. Big chicks. Big chicks. Okay, that's what it was called. Yeah, yeah. it was closed when we went there, which is silly, because who doesn't want to drink at 1.30 in the afternoon? Um, me and Mike sure did, I'll tell you that much. I had to be on another train, and now that I knew a little bit about trains, you going to lick some more... Uh, you gonna no, I'm going to stick my finger in there this time. Oh, I was going to... So you're going to... Damn it. I'm, I was going to say you're going to finger my cream, but it doesn't, I am. doesn't make as much dirty sense as I want it to. Um, yeah, so like an SUV... And that was like... This was like two blocks from where Mariah lived. This happened. And it happened while we were at her apartment because it had only happened like the, an hour before or whatever. So that was the closest scrape I had. The other, the only other two, uh, maybe slightly sketchy things that happened in Chicago where I walked the wrong direction when I got, uh, when I left Grand Central Station, instead of walking towards the red line, I walked into Greek town, Greek town, not the nicest of neighborhoods. It's it doesn't sound very scary. Yeah. It wasn't as scary as I like, know. I just imagine like big hairy Mediterranean men standing around yelling at each other and eating raw octopus and what i don't know i was imagining like gold chains i don't know you're thinking of little sicily babe what little sicily little italy greeks they just mostly have like the hairy chest and the and i think they all, they all have big beards and swords and they fight deformed mutants if Zack snyder's films have taught us anything it's that greeks all have six-pack abs they have boulders in their chests and they make love like maniacs. I'm, th- I'm referring to 300. We're talking about 300 at this point. Sparta. Yeah, Sparta, Greece. That happened, yeah. Anyway. Don't look at me like that. So, yeah, it was good to see Mariah. I want to move there into her apartment, but we can't do it with the dog. So we'll have to kill her. Um, <laughs> and then, the yeah, the train ride home, I caught some heinous illness from Casey. The wedding was fun. Wedding was good. I got... Good. I got and Casey got tons of compliments of people saying it was the quote coolest ceremony they'd ever been to. Aww. Yeah, it was really groovy. I said, it, I think what it was was I said fuck a lot. I took my shirt off, and I kissed John and Casey. So it was all around. Trinity. None of that actually happened. <laughs> no, no, okay. not at all. I was extremely respectful. <laughs> um, I just stuck to the script and I stayed out of as many pictures as possible. So that's, everyone was like, wow, you were really not um, like an asshole. So it was really cool that you weren't an asshole. So good job. Yeah, it sounds like there are enough of those to go around. So Where? What? At John and Casey's wedding. John and Casey's wedding? Who are the assholes? Mm, 
relatives? Was there assholes there? Oh no, there was there was one slightly questionable person there. Slightly questionable. Highly questionable <laughs> person there who everybody like pretty openly reviled. But that was that was 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 what it was. Um, the other thing about the wedding is I got off the train having not slept in 36 hours and kind of just intended to crash at the oh you guys are letting me stay in the penthouse thanks a bunch i really appreciate it what's what's the plan for now we're just gonna take it easy and just hang out tomorrow no uh casey casey says that it's it's slosh o'clock and we're gonna go and uh, we're gonna go party a little bit and i was like oh, oh boy. okay we'll just, we'll just party a little bit it'll be fine and i proceeded to get absurdly drunk with, and I the I was in a bathtub with the bride at four thirty in the morning. Just oh, this is news to me. Just and what were the two of you doing? Hand jobs back and forth. Oh, <laughs> no, um, sexy. <laughs> no, it was uh, John was filming. Oh my god, no, John was asleep. John was <gasps> long asleep. Um, no, uh, we played like by the time we got to Cards Against Humanity, I was just like f- f- excessively soaked with alcohol. Um, and Alex Marks was going shot for shot with me. Oh yeah. Oh my. Oh, she goes hard in the paint. That Alex Marks. She's <laughs> she's a real champion. Um, we a real animal. Oh, she is. She's a savage. She's no. a. No. She's a. She's like an alcohol cannibal. I don't even know what that means. What? I'm just I'm just imagining her just like with, <laughs> like I don't know. It's hard to explain how intense Alex is when it comes to her drinking. She's a maniac. She has an, she's a full-blown alcoholic. She has a problem and needs to join a program. <laughs> but, um, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. She was right there with me, and if anybody needs to go to a program, it's both of us. <laughs> but together, where we would go Get it. shot for shot again, probably. But, no, we... Uh, yeah, we we there was no more booze. We, the bar we went to was awful because there was foam everywhere and like everyone was <laughs> on Molly. <laughs> okay, okay, you have to tell the story about this. Oh my because god, I was like I know, looking like, at you when you told me. But like, like you've had, I know it's weird because I know I'm not telling just you the story. I'm telling a bunch of people the story. Okay, so next to the penthouse where Casey and every where the bridal party and and me next to the hotel. Next to the hotel. Okay. It wasn't a hotel though. It was like. It's hard to describe what it was, but it was like the Rockefeller mansion. It was the nicest room I've ever been in. It was the best bathtub I've ever not thrown up in. Um, No, I'm kidding. That's good. It was good. Are you kidding about throwing up in it? No, I didn't. didn't. I didn't throw up the whole trip. I was really proud of myself, especially considering the number of shots that Alex Marks kind of peer pressured me into. Who who were we kidding? I totally peer pressured her. Um, Holy shit. That was close. Um, Next to the bar, there's a... I can't remember what it's called... But there's a bar that has a mechanical bull in it. And there's video footage of John riding the mechanical bull. Oh, my God. Four sheets to the wind on his oh wedding God. night. Oh, my God. It's amazing. And he's do- he does so good. I said it. I said it when they were opening their presents. But I have never seen a man with such fluid hips in my life. The... Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Casey's a lucky woman because you should see him. He's riding this like a like a boat on the ocean. He's just rolling and and he's he's you know you hold you have to hold the the thing with your right hand. You got to keep your other hand in the air. And he's got that like goofy I'm really sloshed face on. So he's like grinning kind of fun. Oh, John's a great fucking dude. But he's on this bull and like the guy's being pretty nice at first, you know, because it's the groom. You don't want to fuck him up. John has like a, had a huge cut on his arm the next day from falling off the bull. But like. 
he like starts going and suddenly you're like, oh, I never knew John worked, you know, used to work night shifts at Coyote Ugly. Um, could it perhaps be called the Wild Bull Saloon? I doubt it's that. I oh. don't think it's that. It probably is that though. It's right next to, fuck, I don't know what it's called. Uh, um, um, something, something as quote unquote country bull riding bars go. Okay, we're going to call it, yeah, it's the Wild Bull. That's what it's called. I think that's actually right. Um, sort of in downtown Kalamazoo. Does that look familiar? That's it. That's okay. the bar. Okay. Um, so when Man, we, who would have named a bar with a mechanical bull the wild bull? It makes no sense. Uh, but we got there, and there's a cover charge, and I had $7 in my wallet or whatever, $14 in my wallet. And I was like, okay, well, you know, no big deal. James covered my cover charge. James Porras, that is our wonderful friend. We get in. Um... Drinking ensues, uh, and we're like, oh, let's go dancing, because that's what Casey really wanted to do was dance. But when we got to the dance floor, there was a foam machine just just pouring foam like... like, like okay, what's a, what is a foam machine? Okay, it, what does it, it look like? It looked like an artificial waterfall, kind of. Um, what? It, it, it was it was elevated. It was elevated and up, so it looked kind of like a waterfall of foam, and... What it does, just imagine like a bubble bath that never stops just pouring out of the wall, all oh, over the ground, all fun. over the floor. Just foam what everywhere. What does it smell like? It smells kind of like it soap. Stink? No, oh, okay. no, it's it's fine. I was just imagining like like strawberry scented, and I was like, no, no, like mostly the bar smelled smelled kind of like um like Jägermeister and poor decisions mostly. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, so there's just foam pouring over everything, and we're watching people walk out of the foam, and we realize that the foam is water based. And people's pants are like soaked up to the thigh because the foam is very, it's, it's wet. It's like super wet in there. Uh, there's people. How do they keep it on the floor? Is there like a wall? There's peeper, peepers. Peeper. Peepers. A couple of peepers. There's, <laughs> there's people with brooms, like push brooms. What? Carry on. <laughs> there's, there's, there's dudes with push brooms, um, like brooming standing water on the floor. And uh, like back into out the dance? of out of the dance floor, they're like brooming water away to, to where? Just to anywhere else. I don't know, but like the point was, there was like it was like an inch deep. Bad. Why are you go back to the bathroom? Oh God, like <laughs> <laughs> so, like foam is pouring out, and there's this one really nice looking black guy who's so obviously on like probably Molly. Um, like maybe acid, just like standing. Just talking to everybody. No, just standing by himself and like, like dancing, like grooving real hard and like moving mm-hmm. his arms around a lot. And, <laughs> but it, but it yeah, works. Yeah, it sounds like acid. But it kind of works, you know, like because he's got moves. He's mm-hmm. got moves. Um, yeah, a lot of people there looked like like probably they were on more drugs than we were. So we were like, sounds like fun. We were like, let's sit at the bar. And not going to the home because we're all wearing. I'm wearing like my brand new Doc Martens, and mm. Alex is wearing her like wedding shoes, and <laughs> Casey's wearing her big poofy tutu, and she's like, okay. And she was also wearing a white shirt, so we were like, hmm. I don't. Yeah. So we were like, you guys want to find out what my bra looks like? I think it. Was, <gasps> yeah. So I'm thinking like maybe we shouldn't go into the foam, guys. It's gonna wreck our clothes. <laughs> so we sat at the bar. 
I, uh, me and James drank, well, I, James was doing like, um, like rum and Cokes all night. And then I ordered straight scotch and he was like, what did you just get? And I was like, a uh, uh, scotch neat. And he's like, I will have one of those as well. Uh, so we drank some scotch. And how did that go? It went good. He liked it. He huh. enjoyed it. Um, of course, bef- what? before we did that, me and, mm. me and Alex had to do shots of Jaeger, which we Oh, had- well, duh. Okay. This is the other thing about the bar that I forgot to tell you. Okay. When you walk into the bar, they had like, uh, here was, the, you got, you folks at home can't see it, but there was like, you know, a, maybe a one foot section that was like rum on of their bar. And, like, maybe a two-foot section that was, like, vodka, and it was mostly, like, absolute Grey Goose, and that mm-hmm. was kind of it. The bar was 20 feet long, and the top three shelves all the way across, and the top three shelves of three coolers was Jägermeister. Mm, there was, if that doesn't tell you something about the bar, There was probably two Jaeger. to three hundred bottles of Jägermeister behind the bar. I'm not exaggerating. It was nuts. So, of course, we started with Jägerbombs. I mean, Jägerbombs. Jägerbombs. Why didn't I think Jägerbombs. to do that? Oh, I'm so stupid. <laughs> I should have just... Jägerbombs. I should have just done fucking full-on Jägerbombs oh the God. whole night. Idiot. Idiot. Um, what are you thinking? I don't know. I, I blame Alex for not, like, being more peer pressure and making me do Jägerbombs. Um, so we left the foam Jäger bar trend. and we go, no, not Jaeger bombs, Jaeger bombs, Jaeger bombs. I know. I'm just <laughs> talking to the dog. Fucking skanks. <laughs> Fucking skanks. 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 <laughs> Trent's looking at me so confused. <laughs> what? Sorry, pup. But, it's uh, okay. You're fixed. So we went back up to their room and the thing about the room. Uh, uh, don't even start. Me? Her. Her. Uh, so the room was, had a bar. But the thing about it was, if you opened the bottle, you had to buy the bottle, and each bottle was wildly overpriced. The bottle of Grey Goose was like a hundred and fifty bucks or some shit. But they got it on sale because they were like the bride and groom. So we were just drunk enough when we got back to the room to open one of these. Uh, we picked the one of the cheapest ones. There was like Captain was a little bit cheaper, but what the fuck are you gonna do with Captain Morgan? So we opened. What? Well, we had no mixers. <laughs> what? I mean, we had we had a little some mixers. Whatever. We opened a huge, gigantic, like magnum-sized bottle of uh, Grey Goose. <laughs> the next day, there was like two fingers left in the bottom, and Ew. it was pretty much just me, Alex, and um, I think James drank a little bit. It was pretty much just me, Alex, and Casey. Casey, <sighs> Casey can drink anybody under the table. She's an unstoppable force. She's a machine. Like, when I... Okay, so we all... The casinator. I mean, exactly. So I'm like, (laughs) of course, I meant to be classy. I wanted to be the preacher man and, like, make friends with everybody. So I'm just immediately like, John, your sister's hot, John. And his sister is. Is she, though? She is. Like, to be fair, John's sister is an attractive lady. Um, And really nice, too. Really nice, too. Yeah, like, she, she put up with my drunken shenanigans quite, quite politely. Gracefully. She was very gracious. Hmm. Miss Shibe. Anywho. Yeah, so I made a total ass of myself, and I apologize to anybody who was there. I did not mean to. I meant to be a classy guy. It just didn't happen. It's not in my DNA. It's not who I am. Um, so, yeah, we played Cards Against Humanity. I was, like, too drunk to play Cards Against Humanity. I don't even remember the game ending. And I, then we all went and sat in the bathtub. And by all of us, I mean me, Casey, uh, James Porras, and Alex Marks, and... I think that was it. Um, maybe John's sister was there. I don't remember. 
They weren't there for long, though. We all kind of talked for a while, mostly about how John was, like, a fucking great guy, because, spoilers, John is a fucking great guy. Uh, and then everybody left. Uh, Alex tapped out. I think she, like, dumped her last drink, too, because, I mean, seriously, we were way too far gone. She did the smart thing. I just sat in the tub and drank with Casey until 4 in the morning, 4.30 in the morning. Uh, I don't remember a big chunk of the end of it. So I asked her the next day, I was like, what did I, what were we saying? What did I say? Cause I said, I remember I was saying lots of shit, <laughs> you know, like I remember speaking a lot, but I don't remember what I was saying. Uh, apparently it went something like this, me, Casey, what is, tell me what John's favorite color is. And Casey goes, um, his favorite color is purple. And I go, Tomorrow, Casey, when you get up, let me just, I'm just, this is what marriage is. When you get up and you gotta make, you have to make John a huge, gigantic breakfast. I think I was hungry because I feel like a lot of what I said had to do with bacon, eggs, uh, pancakes, toast, things like that. But yeah, I, and Casey's like, I, what you were saying made no sense, had no ties or causality at all with what I had said. By the way, for the listeners at home, Bird is still here. She's completely engrossed in her phone though so i'm, I'm trying 100 facebook stalking right now i'm trying to fill airtime and i'm really shut up to... you're telling your story i'm pretty much loving the sound of your own voice no so i'm running out of everybody's happy i'm running out of road though because okay. like i'm the whole point she's of the cute, story but she's was... a greek so she's greek you know like she's a um a uh, sorority sister yes yeah Ugh. she i think is the originator of the term slosh o'clock she was a real party animal like to the point where she, like if all of the rest of us were pretty good drinkers, she was she was like a legend. She was totally composed the whole time. I'm pretty sure alcohol is just just water to her. It was kind of awesome, really, like like impressive. Um, so yeah, that was that was the night before the wedding. The wedding itself was beautiful, and the reception was awesome. And the all I've the, seen some of the photos. Everybody yeah. looks really happy. Yeah. They look gorgeous. <laughs> Everyone did Aww. look good. There, that was a well dressed wedding party. Let me tell you what. John and Casey have a good eye for clothing, man. Um, meanwhile, I looked like a little fucking Johnny Cash clone, little patch of black up on the up on the roof. Um, yeah, the food was universally great, and then I left and went to Chicago for two days. And what happened there must not be spoken of ever. Although the <laughs> videos, hopefully two videos, will be showing up on Ryan Sitzberger. I like to pimp Ryan here for a second. Um, you should go check out Ryan Sitzberger's uh, YouTube channel. You can look him up, Ryan Sitzberger, or I think he it's actually called The Mail the Room. The Mail Room. Go and check out The Mail Room. His sketches are actually really funny, and especially keep an eye on it now, because one that uh, me, Ryan, and uh, Mike O'Connell came up with will hopefully be popping up on there in the near future. It's really fucking funny. Um, basically, I'd never seen the movie Weekend at Bernie's, so instead of explaining it to me, we just sort of accidentally like shot it. Like made <laughs> well, we came up with a sketch. Two point oh. We came up with a sketch like unrelated to. We'd had a discussion about Weekend at Bernie's, and then I came up with this idea, having no concept of what Weekend at Bernie's was. And Ryan was like, "That's pretty much exactly what that movie is." So I was like, "Oh, cool, let's do that then." And we shot. It's really funny, and Ryan Sisberger plays the best dead person you've ever seen. He steals the fucking show. Like me and Mike have all the lines, but Ryan is the reason to watch the damn thing. He's oh my god, he's so fucking funny. I just want to watch it right now, like knowing what the shots look like. Um. That was funny, and then also I played a really 
horrifically offensive, maybe pedophile Scottish filmmaker. Oh boy. Oh yeah, it's it's really bad. It's the worst role I've ever. It's the most offensive role I've ever played, and I'm absolutely in love with it. And I hope that Ryan manages to cut some of that. Is together. Roman Polanski um, American? I don't know. Speaking actually, speaking of of pedophile, pedophile filmmakers. filmmakers. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know if he's if he's American or not. Um, and we're back on. I'll I'll vamp more. Carry on. What were we talking about? <laughs> um, I love how you look at me and you talk shit about me like there's something better that I should be doing right now while you are telling your story. I know, I know. Because I know anything about what happened. Well, you already know all these things because I told them to you, but I want to fill the listeners in because this was a big old adventure I had. I'm almost done now. Um, yeah, but the, the Scottish thing, like Mike O'Connell plays the best straight man of all time. He just like looks at his computer and I don't think he even cracks a grin. The dude is like a rock. Me and Ryan laugh. I, I laugh probably French the most. French Polish. He's French Polish? Mm-hmm. Well, he's French. No, I'm kidding. The French were lovely people. Treated me with nothing but respect and they're not racists at all. Note the dripping sarcasm in my voice. Um, yeah, so then I took a train to Washington, D.C. Caught one back to Boston. Uh, caught one back to Saco. He was born in Paris. promptly fell asleep. Roman Polanski? Mm-hmm. Oh, we just watched a Roman Polanski movie. What a great segue. Uh, let's, oh, yeah? Did we, we? We did. What was it? Rosemary's Baby is a Roman Polanski oh, film. okay. So let's... Wow, what an amazing accidental segue yes. that was. Bird. Thank God. The best that were... Was it an accident? Was mm. it an accident? Or are you just the best podcast host there's ever been? Doubtful. Um, Highly doubt. So, Bird, tell uh, tell our listeners at home how are we doing on our thirty one days of horror, the hall, ho- the uh, October challenge, the Halloween challenge. I think we've done two. <laughs> <laughs> we've uh, yeah, we've only watched two horror movies. Um, I watched one by myself. I watched uh, Friday the Thirteenth Part Two. It was... I'm sure I didn't miss anything. You know what? It wasn't actually that... It was It was as good as I remember it from when I was young. I, I think it's I'm maybe blasphemy, but it might actually be a little bit better than the first one. Um, the deaths are pretty awesome. They kill a guy in a fucking wheelchair, though, like, out of the Aww. blue. Yeah, you see this dude in the wheelchair, and he's like a... Re- he's a great guy, and right before they kill him, like, the scene before, they give him the line, like, so, uh, are you ever gonna be able to walk again? And he goes... The doctors say that I won't. I aim to prove them wrong. And then, like, two minutes later, he gets a machete in the uh, face. Like, that's how I feel about the blind guy. Oh, my God. From, from Suspiria. Suspiria. So, I mean, and it's not even just, like, a machete to the face. He gets a machete in the face, rolls off the porch, like, down two stairs. Mm-hmm. And then they do this wide shot of his wheelchair Rolling down like a, a hundred stair staircase down to the lake. It's just like this goofy ass shot, mm, like God. this horribly humiliating shot of like wheelchair guy with like a blade dangling <laughs> out of his head, like <laughs> waggling down the stairs. It's so sad. And you know what the worst part is? He was about to hook up with a chick. So like watching that movie, I was really impressed. I was like, because I'd forgotten that he died because I saw it when I was a kid. Mm. I was like. Oh my god, is this the first movie where they like... Because no one had gotten any action yet uh-huh. at that point in the film. I'm like, oh my god, they're gonna... 
They're going to let, like, the kind of hip, groovy, like, weed-smoking chick hook up with the, like, you know, the guy with the disability. This is fucking awesome. This is really progressive. And then she dies horribly, and he gets a machete in the face. I was like, God, come on, guys. Um, yeah, so I watched that. Uh, what did you think of Rosemary's Baby? It's an, it's <sighs> it's a classic. It's widely regarded as one of the best mm. horror films of all time. So what is your opinion? Um, I mean, I guess I'm glad I watched it because it's a classic. Um, but I left disappointed. What was it that left you? Um, was it mostly the ending? Oh my god, besides everything? Not everything. Was it mostly the ending? I think it was mostly the ending, right? Well, okay. So the movie is really slow. So is Suspiria. (sighs) We gotta watch some Rob Zombie flex. Yes, please. Um, it's just really slow. They don't even. She's not even pregnant until like the, I don't know, last third of the movie. You think? There was. I mean, I feel like she was pregnant for a big chunk of the movie when she's all like gaunt and like weirdly skeletal. No, no, because most of the movie is like them getting this new apartment, moving in, meeting all the people. Like she she's struggling get, yeah. with. His um, acting his career. His job and this sort of thing. And then they meet the old people after What's-Her-Face jumps off the roof and dies. Which, high point. Oh, yeah. The like, gore was good. Her head exploded on the sidewalk was very gruesome. Uh, definitely good detail. Okay, so like... It, and then finally they're like, okay, we're going we're gonna to start trying for a baby. Oh, yeah, because they don't get pregnant until after he's been an asshole for, like, the whole... He's film. so abusive. He's I the was worst like, husband ever. Fucking yeah. A. He is a really bad husband. I hated him. I didn't really like her that much either. I did call... <sighs> sorry, excuse me. You're I, disgusting. I did call from the first time we saw them that the old people were bad guys, though. Oh, I, was I wanted like, them to be good. I know you did. But in the end, like, weren't they kind of... Uh, no they treated her no emphatically no they they begot the son of satan on this chick did they rape her though or did they just sort of facilitate the devil raping her um rape by proxy um (laughs) i don't want to get political i don't even know what to do with that I'm starting a new pod. Uh, Tune in afterwards for uh, Asses and Elephants to get all of our takes on being raped by the devil. No, um, yeah. But no, wasn't it? That was maybe the most upsetting part of that movie was after uh, the main character, after she gets, because um, she, she does. Okay, what happens is she gets drugged by like like moose or pudding or something like that. Yeah. And she doesn't like it. She's like, there's a chalky undertaste. Basically saying like, I think I'm being roofied right now and I don't want to eat this. And her husband's like, well, what the... He was so shitty to her in that scene. He's such an asshole. He's like... Like, I can't even... And and he's just basically said, like, I'm sorry I'm such an asshole. Here's all these flowers. Here's this big romantic gesture to wipe away all of my, like, cockishness. Oh, my God. And then she won't eat the pudding. And he's like, well, what the, what's wrong with it? What's wrong with it? Are you stupid? Are you stupid in your stupid bitch head? Like, and he doesn't say that, but it that's the vibe. And then she literally does get raped by the devil. That was another yeah. thing you didn't like. Well, not, I mean, obviously nobody likes rape, but like you didn't like the devil makeup. 
It was terrible. <laughs> it was like somebody's fucking 10-year-old son oh, was yeah. like, I'm going to be Satan for Halloween and made a costume out of like paper construction mission. paper uh, and like uh, Crayola marker. It was not it that was, bad. It was oh not. Oh my God. Yes, it was. It was fucking terrible. It was not Crayola marker Grease bad. paint. Okay, yeah, it, it was, was a little, it, it did so seem a little bad. Funny. And then, like, yeah, that was a little bad. So bad. And, but then, like, for me, the most upsetting part was the next morning when she wakes up and sees the scratches. Scratches on her. from Satan. Yeah, the, the, you know, Satan's scratches all over her. And her husband, okay, uh, the night before, they were, like, gonna try for a baby. And she, like, remembers blacking out on the bed. Like, she passed out. Right. And her husband says, do you want to go for it? What is her husband? Oh, oh, don't worry. I filed him down already. And she's like, the fuck? Like, you had sex with me while I was unconscious? And he was like, oh, yeah, I just didn't want to miss baby day. And I was like, what? (laughs) What, you fucking prick? Seriously? The implication being that after she passed out and was unconscious... You know, he'd planned this special date, and he wasn't going to waste a good erection on, an, you know, her being unconscious. I mean, what if that had been the day? What if that was the oh only chance they God. ever got? I mean, he did. I mean, hey, he it's did. not like there's, he, you know, a chance every month no, or whatever. No, no, He did circle the day on the calendar. Okay, he done that his, is the day. He'd done his research, and he'd be damned if he was going to let all that red you know ink what? on the calendar. Yeah, go ahead. I just thought of this. Ugh. How come... Oh. You answered your own question in your own head. Just I-, <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to figure out, okay, so she has, she is raped by the devil. Yes. How come she... Oh, well, according to Rush Limbaugh, you don't have to send out the rape police every time there's some non-consensual sex. <laughs> okay, no. Okay, yeah, yeah, I'm listening. How come... All right, so she and Satan have sex, right? How come she immediately gets pregnant with his kid? Like, that doesn't happen every time a couple has sex. Like, it, yeah, there, there's a... Don't you think there's something like his infernal seed? No, 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 no. Because they established earlier in the movie that her family is, like, super fertile. Her, like, super. Her family is yes. super fertile. Yeah, because the old lady's like, oh, do you have any kids? And she's like, oh, no, I don't have any kids. We're going to try later, whatever. Um... And she's like, oh, but you're, do you have um, nieces or nephews or whatever? And she's like, oh, yeah, I have a shit ton. I remember that. Because my two sisters have fucking like eight kids. My seven sisters each have eight children and my mother and father each have 25 brothers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They established that she's super fertile, which begs the question, why did they not get pregnant before? Because there is that horrifically uncomfortable scene where they're sitting eating Chinese Uh. food on the ground and she's like, Let's make love. Out of nowhere. And he just so like, he slams his he beer slams. and then starts, they take their clothes <laughs> off in the like least erotic way possible. Oh my god, it's the most utilitarian. <laughs> okay, I will stick my dick in you. The worst part is he's like got his boots on and like just him like pulling his boots off and you're like, his socks just stink like feet right now. And he's just it's it's literally you could not make undressing a human being less sexy than that. They don't even look at each other while they're undressing. She's just like, let's make... Okay, let's do the, the She's taking like, off the clothing now. Let's make love. And then they stare straight ahead and like 
pull their clothing off in like this just beleaguered way. Oh, it's horrible. It's horrible. <laughs> you know what? I'm sure I would have loved this movie if I hadn't watched it with um, you, but like just your hatred of it. My guess is like she was on birth control. They seem like a pretty hip couple, and it is the when 60s. When was, was it made in the 60s? Uh, that was my guess. I mean, yeah. they're very, their um, clothing's very, like, mod. Yeah, it is very, yeah. So, but. I, that is actually one thing that I liked about the movie. The fashion? I liked the fashion. So she's. It was it, such a, I would, don't know, this, was like the a pill, snapshot. Was the pill back then, or would she be on, like, a like the diaphragm or whatever? I don't know. Maybe they used a condom. Con- I think weren't condoms in the '60s made out of like just oh like garbage God, bags and sheepskin? No, I don't know. Okay, so yeah, but you. So wait, you don't understand why the devil got her pregnant first try? I, but I answered that in my own head, and the answer was, oh yeah, they established earlier. Oh, she's in the movie super, that super, she's super fertile. fertile. Yeah, like she just looks at a penis and she has a baby. <laughs> <laughs> So we watched that. Um, uh, I finished watching the ABCs of Death piece of shit. yesterday. So you did not like... Okay, Rosemary's Baby, a total strikeout. Okay, like, even once you get to the end, you're like... you. They get you rooting for her mm-hmm. to, like, take down this fucking, like, cult of witches? What is What is with the movies that we've watched and... Witches. Yeah, you know, like that's two witches movies now. Witches in quotes. Witches. That's two movies now where witches are sort of like the Deus Ex Machina bad guy at the end. Like, right? Yeah. Even that one, it almost kind of feels like the director. No, no, no. Because they're witches all along. They're well, no, they're not witches though. They're like say, uh, they're not Satanists. They're devil worshippers. No, I think they're witches. Well, yeah, but like, what's the because whole? Like... They established that that one guy. One guy's dad is like a super famous witch or something. Did they like Don't they? like in Suspiria? They they talk about how witches are like only they emphasize that witches are only evil, only bad, which was yes. so depressing. But um, in Rosemary's Baby, do they make the like direct link between like witches worship the devil? Because at the end, they seem like devil worshippers. You know what I mean? I'm not a hundred percent on that. I just remember them, like, she's got those books on witches. Yeah, yeah. And she's, like, they talk about covens and, like, having, like, possessing an item. They blended in a lot of, like, voodoo-type practices. Like, yeah, having having uh, an article of someone's clothing or, like, their hair or, like, an item from them, using that to, like, cast, it would be called, like, you know, like, think of it like bad juju. It'd be, like, the same thing as making a... Hexing. Hexing, yeah, but it'd be it'd be making it's the same thing as making like a fetish in West African Voden. Anywho, anyway, anyway, well, they they get you rooting for her, right? Yeah, and then, and you're like, oh, dude, she's gonna be our our heroine. She's gonna. I confess, the ending was kind of. She different. stops taking the the pills they're giving her to sedate her, mm. um, and you're like, oh, sweet, she's gonna she's gonna figure out what's going on. She's gonna bust in there. She's gonna stab. That spawn of Satan. She's gonna kill it. You can't end a movie. She doesn't. She's like, do you think? What it's you, my baby. You, I have to put it on my nipple. What was that? What was that last one? Just right. You in, heard me. Right into the microphone. Nipple. Nipple. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, don't you know? Well, I gotta question your police work there, Bill. I think it was a nipple. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, just but just watch Fargo again. Fargo was so good, Christ. but you didn't like Fargo when we originally watched it. 
It grows on you in your memory, though, doesn't it? Fix you some eggs. Fix you some eggs. <laughs> and him, like, him trying to get his paintings of, du- of like, ducks and birds onto stamps. Do you remember that? That was what her husband was trying to do. Was I don't remember that at all. The whole point of the husband was he was trying to get one of his, like, bird paintings on a, uni- on a U.S. stamp. That was, like, his life goal. Aww. And that's so cute. Oh, my God. You don't remember that? <laughs> no, then, I don't And then she's that. going out, and they're just from, like, this... They're just in like a real small town in uh, was it North Dakota, Fargo, Fargo North Dakota. Fargo, North Dakota. I'm pretty sure it's North Dakota. So they're just like in this small North Dakota town, and she's dealing with the most grisly murders of all time, and it's really shaking her up because she's just at the end of the day, she just believes in like the good inherent goodness of people. And she got really off track here. And she's pregnant, but like she comes home and she and like at the end of it all, when she's like really like wrecked by what she she just saw a guy feeding parts into a wood chipper. <laughs> like it's really <laughs> fucked up and it messes with her. And we find out that he finally got one of his like paintings on a stand, Aww. and it like and it sort of like centers her and brings her back. It's a really beautiful Aww. moment. The Coen brothers are fucking geniuses. You know who's not a genius? Roman Polanski is a Aww. dick. He's a Although piece you know of what, shit. the Ninth Gate is a good movie. That's a good movie. I don't okay, care what people well, say. Ninth Gate, great movie. I know you didn't like it. Chinatown, one of my favorite crime noirs of all time. But we're not going to talk about Chinatown because you're you're just right now. You just you already hate the movie. Was there anything redeeming in Rosemary's Baby? Anything you liked? I mean, clearly Ken Bone would Besides, have liked it because she's a beautiful human submarine walking around. Oh. <laughs> Your face right now. I wish I could describe the disgust. Oh my God. Bird's making fake barfing faces. She looks like a bass. She, her face is so frowny. She looks like a fish. Um, yeah. <laughs> That's some political humor for you. Um, Redeeming. Seriously, the fashion. The fashion. Was, was so much fun. Um, I thought it was pretty well shot. I liked the cinematography of it, but um, yeah, other than that... It just seemed like everyone was out to get her, and I just, I cannot stand that shit. The conspiracy did get a little heavy. This compared to The Omen. Which did you prefer? I like The Omen better. Damien! I'm doing this for you, Damien. That was great. The guy gets his head cut off by the glass. The only part of the omen that I think I'm a little don't like, but mostly because of you, is because is that they use Rottweilers as like the devil's house. Oh yeah. Because I'm like, oh, look at all those Rotties. Look at those cute little pups. Yeah, like he should just start petting them. They're clearly friendly. They're all a bunch of Rotties. <laughs> They're all wagging their little stubs. Yeah, that, that, that is one thing we noticed that about uh, the dog in Suspiria. Like anytime you see dogs in film that are supposed to they like they like they never AD- look like actually aggressive well because they're not they like adr in like snarls and snaps and growls and then the dogs are like wagging their uh-huh. tails and uh-huh. they're just like and they're like doing that panting thing so they look like they have a big stupid smile yeah like, they're all like hey guys what's going on <laughs> you better get away from that grave mister oh boy <laughs> i know somebody around here has treats <laughs> <laughs> exactly like that's that is every dog's face in every movie ever is i know someone around here i smell them okay i'll i'll growl on command if you just give me that piece of chicken <laughs> i love dogs in movies they're so cute of course yeah yeah but um okay speaking of dogs in films okay uh moving on to our second movie Suspiria. okay you hated rosemary's baby thank god we watched a great movie after that 
Wasn't Suspiria good, Bird? Didn't you like that movie a lot? Womp womp. Yeah, talk about that. Talk about that for a second. Oh, it's... Same thing again. Very slow. Well, uh, the background for Suspiria, this was hard to find. This was a hard movie to get, and it's on everybody's top 10 list of like... The horror movies you must see. Mm-hmm. Genius horror films. It's it's I had it highly recommended to me. It's a cult classic. I had to special order it. I think it shipped from the UK. I had to get like a regionless DVD. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. It was hard for me to find. It was like eighteen bucks. Um That's not I don't believe you. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. It was but it was um That was the beginning of a yawn. Oh <laughs> yeah, it was it was a hard movie to get my hands on and it's it, it's been featured in Fangoria and then we watched it and it sucks all the dicks. I don't know if I'd go that far. I but, would. But, um, t- okay, talk about Suspiria, but I'm going to chew on this pineapple. Great. On Mike. Um, it is the story of a young girl, young American, who travels to France? Germany. Yeah, she goes to Germany. Germany. But some of the people there speak French. Oh, there was, there was French dancers. Right. Yeah. Um, ballet school. And, like, as soon as she lands, like, weird shit starts happening. And it's just I mean, generally terrible. Oh, for her or the For movie? her. Well, yes. <laughs> 100% yes. Um, I would have to say probably my favorite thing about the movie was the sets. The set design. Sets are incredible i will go with bizarre bird. i'll go with bird on this one this was the best set design i've seen since the cabinet of dr caligari Ooh, yeah seriously i i said it last did we watch it last night yes okay yesterday we finished it yesterday I, mm, I we felt, had to watch it in two days <laughs> it, it wasn't it wasn't the movie's fault honestly mm-hmm. um i had work at four or four i woke up at 4 a.m and didn't sleep all day i was exhausted so i fell asleep when we started watching it but seriously though i said it yesterday didn't i, I said that you really loved the cinematography you wanted to know who the director of photography was cinematography and like how how it was shot and shot composition that was all Mm -hmm. great but like seriously the set design like was the set design was the absolute best thing about this movie and i i said it yesterday this movie is on par as far as like how it was shot and the intricacy and the weirdness of the sets is on par with the shining absolutely like visually as beautiful and compelling and disturbing as The Shining, for mm-hmm. sure. For yeah, sure. Yeah, definitely. Um, things that weren't compelling. Everything else. Uh, yes. No, I know. There was a great murder at the beginning of the movie. Oh, yeah. The the strangling falling through the skylight. Which is the, skylight. the infamous yeah, scene. Awesome. Um, when the movie first came out, that was call- apparently referred to as the most um, the most harrowing murder ever put committed to film or whatever at the time. Oh. Um, the blood, the blood was a little bit like throughout the film. It was just paint. It was. It was just red paint. Like that's what it looked no, like. No, it's not even. It was. It was like um, red corn syrup. It was like. Thick. Yeah, it was really thick. And like not really opaque. bright. Very, yeah, very, very bright. bright. Um the blood was not great. It didn't weird. look real. But we're yeah. again though, you kinda have to like let yourself I know, it's like a, a product of the times. I right. get that. Yeah, you have to let yourself go back in time a little bit because we're so used to like the blood Hyper of today. Realistic. Yeah, I'm like Yeah. I mean there's a I can't remember which movie it is. I think it was I think oh, it's Ichi the Killer. Mm-hmm. We want when we watch Ichi the Killer, mm-hmm. all the blood in that 
That's pig's blood. That's real blood. When you watch nice. Ichi, when you watch Ichi the Killer, every mm-hmm. bit of blood that is spraying all over that set is actual blood. And Ichi, the actor who plays Ichi, vegetarian. Mm. Oh yeah, that's a great movie. Ichi the Killer is fucking awesome. You should watch it. Um, not awesome, Suspiria. <laughs> Uh, the 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 what did you think of the murder at the beginning? Because it it had been kind of built up in my head as like I was just more confused than anything because things weren't really well laid out. Or it wasn't explained. very linear. Well, oh she, that's yeah. Well, she's like in the bathroom, and the guy like mushes her face on the glass, which was almost comical. It was. Yeah, it was funny. It was weird. So she's like getting her face mushed on the glass, and her friend is freaking out. But then all of a sudden, she's like on the roof. Like suddenly, was she like, there was a definite. It's jump like cut she there. somehow gets out of the the bathroom window and it looks out onto a landing on the roof or something. Oh. Is what I kind of gathered. Okay. Yeah, I just didn't understand how he went from her like leaving the school, mm. and she like leaves the school and she's acting like nuts, weird. But it's the story isn't really about her at that moment. It's about the American. main character. Yeah, Maggie, Sarah. Not Sarah. Um, I think it might be Sarah. Was Susan? No, Sarah's the other girl. Susie. Susie, yeah. Okay. Um, It's about Susie when we first are introduced to this other character. And then suddenly we're with her instead. Hmm. And things are just kind of weird. And then all of a sudden it's a fever pitch. Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the bathroom. Freak out. Yeah, like full bore freak out her friend is like screaming and like trying knocking on all her it does go she's like zero frantic. to a million right and you're just like what is going on it was a little bit disorienting and they but i never explain anything about why she's upset or afraid before we get right bam right into that scene it's just like oh here it is do we ever explain who murders her oh it's the no tooth, it's the teeth guy right because he is it yeah, because he Cause takes... Because they never explain that. Well, he takes the lighter in the end, and he's looking for the... Spoilers, by the way. <laughs> People Please know. never watch those. People know. Um, he takes the lighter, and he's looking for Susie in the end to, like, kill her. He's like the, the hand of the witches. But then again... They show that same arm and hand in the attic with Sarah. Oh, yeah, that's true. How? Wait, how did it's Sarah It's just an die? arm. Sarah. She gets oh, caught she gets in that her, weird like that wire. Wire that's not harmful at all, and she just just like you. I'm you can stuck. You can see moments when she's in the wire where she's she stands. Like, where the actress. I'm free. Oh shit! I have to act like. I'm well, the stuck. actress like stands up and she's like, "Oh, the wire is all falling away from me. I could easily get out. I fell over back into the wire. It's it's like watching Bella Lugosi wrestle with a octopus. Aww. Poor Bella Lugosi. Um. <laughs> No, it wasn't. It wasn't clear. To, I mean, maybe it was that guy, mm. but it was never clear who that that murderer was. Mm. Yeah, there was that. I it's mean, it's just like poof out of nowhere. And then they use the murderer twice, and then there's a real murderer at the end, and a reanimated corpse. Okay, another another pe- great piece of gore. The pins in the eyes. That was pretty sweet. That was cool. The pins in the eyes was pretty fucking cool. Um, um but like we get. A murderer at the beginning. Right. And then murderer. Who is just an arm. Just an arm. And glowing eyes. And a murderer with Sarah, who is also just an arm. Just an arm. 
I will say the close-up of the throat getting slit, that was a little gross for me. Well, it's because they took, like, an actual piece of meat and... And cut it open, yeah. yeah. That's why there was Actually, no trachea and stuff in Well, there. yeah, during that shot, I was like, where the fuck's all the blood? It's because there was no blood. Because it was been just drained. a piece of meat, it's yeah. It's just a piece of meat. But yeah, watching the throat get slit was a little gross for me. Um, and the heart. the ho- Like, even though it was so cheesy, <sighs> like, seeing an exposed beating heart get stabbed at the beginning of that movie was pretty... Trying to figure out how they did that shot. I was, I was pretty wild. Like, that mm-hmm. was kind of nuts. And then that, the hanging was pretty cool, too. I remember when they... Pa- I mean, the only thing about panning to her friend with the glass in the face and, like, the bars oh, and stuff man. was that her prosthetic, like, wiggled. And you could see you her breathing. You pointed it. If you hadn't pointed it out, I wouldn't have seen it. You could see her breathing, moving the prosthetic. It's it hard like, to play dead. <laughs> 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 yeah, it was like this that. big steel beam, but it was kind of like waggling around on her a little bit. It was a, little, it was a teeny uh, bit silly, but the effects for the time that was that was pretty gruesome. Okay. Um, but the middle sounds like you liked it. I didn't. Okay. <laughs> I, I, you know what? I will, I will watch that movie again, but mostly I, will, I think I'm going to watch it just to like bathe in that gorgeous scenery. I want some of that red velvet no- wallpaper. November 9th <laughs> when Weed is Legal, I'll be watching this movie again oh and just be like, it's so, and then no. So and then when you get home, I'll be like, just, there'll be pee everywhere. I'll be cowering in the corner. I'll be like, Bird, you don't understand. Suspiria is the scariest film that was ever made ever. Okay, okay. Question. Yeah. Oh, the, did we already explain this is witches? Yeah, witches. Suspiria also ends sudden, with like, suddenly no it's witches. Although, you know, I will say for Rosemary's Baby, it, it's pretty obviously, it, they, they do the witches throughout. It's kind mm. of more, it's like, it is witches. They say witches. There's books about witches. She learns about witches. Mm-hmm. In Suspiria. There's witchy things that happen. Yeah. It's like just all of a sudden yeah. witches. There's, there's witchy things in, in Rosemary's Baby. But in this one, there's like nothing. And then suddenly. There's a, a murderer. And then. A dog attack. That was Which seemed like the way they, they put it up, it almost seemed like demons or something. Or yeah. like a possession. The, or the, something. With the creepy old woman and the little kid. What bugged me about that was it was Were never... Were weird red eyes? Yeah, and the it was fuck? never resolved. Like, okay, the, the lady... Sh- uh, there's a there's like a housekeeper woman who's like very obviously... Like they never explain who she is. No, but she's... She's not even down there in the basement with them. No, she's not. She's in the kitchen cleaning and she's, or cooking or something. Yeah, and she's pretty clearly coded as like a gypsy, basically, right? She's, right. she's coded Romany. And she has this spooky little blonde boy because you got to have a creepy kid in the film. That was the... The headmistress's nephew. Nephew, yeah. quote unquote. Yeah. Where the fuck are his parents? I don't I don't know. And then he gets bitten by a dog and we never see him again. He's in that final scene though. Is he with the rest of the witches? Yeah. Okay, so uh, he, he bandaged. So he might be a witch, but like the Romany coated woman, I don't she's it. the one who sparks off um, Susie the dog getting thing. the dog thing and Susie getting sick. She seems like a major player. She seems like the witch, like the co- Susie getting sick. 
Yeah, remember when she oh, she like zaps her yeah. in the eyeballs with a crystal, and then Susie like gets really sick and like Is that starts what happened there? bleeding out of her nose and mouth. Like she's very obviously fucked up, and this Romany coated woman is the one who does it. You're like, oh, she's the villain. She's, but she's not. But she's not. She's a totally irrelevant character. She doesn't come back. She's not in like the coven scene in the end. We find out that all the people. There's other random people down there that we've never been introduced Why to the before. Why don't we put that woman down there? Because if she was down there, if she was on the throne, and you're like, oh my god, the cook, like the it cook, was her the whole the time. The cook is the villain. I would have been so stoked about that, but but no, it's but no, horrible. she's just the cook. She like, oh my god, like honestly, maybe Susie's bleeding out of her nose because she has like brain cancer. Like what the fuck? Oh my god. And you know what? They never show that guy either. Which one? The um the tooth guy? No, the um the male professor at the school who gives Susie that like regimen of oops regimen of food yeah and that wine that's drugged. Oh yeah, he never comes back. But he's clearly nefarious because he's giving her like he's he's continually drugging and roofing her every single night. That's but two movies back to back where where the mm. main protagonist, the main female protagonist, spends a huge chunk of the movie drugged. Hmm. And witches. <laughs> <laughs> witches in all caps and quotes. Wow! I look at that. There's there's more parallels between these than we thought. Also, they're pieces of shit. So there is that. I will say both of them for me had redeeming qualities. Um, and what did we rate these? Uh, Rosemary's Baby. I don't know. Um, I know Suspiria got two and a half stars, which is honestly not that great for us because there's some movies we really love. But if you look at the movies that we rate really highly, uh, the highest rated two that we have are Cabin in the Woods got an amazingly high rating and hostile Two got a perfect mm. score mm. so like the movies we like are sort of the more modern but i mean for me evil i don't know about you but evil dead the original mm-hmm. gets a perfect score for sure oh yeah bruce campbell's evil dead gets a perfect score evil dead 2 probably the gets a perfect gets score a perfect the exorcist score. has to we've never rated the exorcist but the exorcist huh. has to get a perfect score texas chainsaw halloween like, there are good horror movies. We just have not watched any <laughs> We're 0 for 2. 0 for 2. Well, I liked I liked Friday the 13th Part 2. I thought it was pretty good, but you didn't watch that with me. I thought ABC's of Death was... Also a piece of garbage. You watched a big chunk of that with me. Was there any that you liked? Do bed. No? You didn't dig any of the deaths? Uh, I don't think so. Okay. There the were... only ones I can remember are that stupid... The farting um... one. Yes. The farting and one the one that had the amazing. Like... The French chick, the cartoon one with the poop. What? <laughs> you don't remember that. Oh, I do, I do. When she was trying to get her poop in the toilet and it kept like slipping all over the giant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like sentient and it like shot was, itself back up her it butt was, it and was killed a, her. It was a cartoon, right? Yeah. Okay, all right. My vote. Okay, I, the ones I watched, the okay, if you watch the ABCs of Death, in my opinion, the best deaths are all sort of stacked near the end. Um, T is for toilet is awesome. It's claymation. That sounds disgusting. It's about a kid who's afraid to use the, the he's afraid to poop in the toilet. Understandable. Um, and he has a nightmare where the toilet comes alive it is the most fucking vile, violent, bloody, just 
fucking horrifying claymation I've ever seen. It's amazing. Like, two thumbs up, five stars. Hands down. I've never seen claymation that, like, is this messed up. It's so good. Uh, Tease for Toilet is awesome. There's one, I think it's called R for Removed, which literally, like, stomach-churningly good. Oh, my God. It's so good. It's a, um, Okay, you see a, a guy... If you're going to watch ABCs of Death, honestly, skip around or just play it in the background because a bunch of it's not worth watching. There's, It's just barely okay as a film. There's a couple of really good ones, and this is the really good one. Um, there's a guy who's uh, laying in a hospital bed covered head to toe in bandages, and he's like, all, his whole body's just a scar. And there's like FBI, or there's like um, like police officers guarding his room, and there's the doctor. And the doctor and the nurse come in with like scalpels and cut his skin off. And then they take his skin to a dark room and put these big f- strips of flesh into um, trays of solution. And they pull out film reels. The whole thing is like a metaphor for the process of, of like a director creating the film. So they like cut this dude's skin off and, and develop it or like develop it into film and they send out the canisters until one day they can't uh they they just cut some skin off and it's just skin and there's no like there's no good film there anymore oh it's but the way it's shot so good it's it's amazing they and the effects are really really good it's really violent and the metaphor is beautiful um that one was pretty good but yeah abc's the death is kind of shitty what are i you saw gonna- the death for extra extra large that one was good extra extra large oh the yes Oh my God! When she, yeah, okay. We didn't see the the process. The buildup. Um, mm-hmm. it's the buildup is kind of sad. I mean, it's just a, it's a X X's for XXL is a woman, a really, you know, an obese woman on a like a subway, and it's just her day, and people are just really mean to her and shitty and like fat shaming her and body shaming her. Um, and she gets home and she sees this commercial for like, be beautiful, you know, like some skinny girl in a bikini, and. She like binges on all of the fatty foods in her in her uh, fridge, and then she goes into the bathroom, and she starts stabbing herself and like cutting off the parts of her body that have fat on them. And she takes an electric bread carving knife, which we've seen in Evil Dead the remake, used to amazing. That's familiar. I feel much better now. <laughs> um, yeah, well, one of my favorite scenes in a horror film. Um, you don't need much. That's probably more than enough. Um, Bird just put stevia in a drink. You gotta be so careful with this shit. Um, but she cuts off all her fat and gets out of the tub and is... Might be some of the better... It's very Hellraiser. Might be some of the better like gore effects I've seen in a low-budget film. It was awesome. So yeah, there's like three, maybe four or five really, really good deaths in ABC's Death. The rest of them, there's some really pretentious ones. There's some that are kind of funny. Um, not a great movie. Not a good, not not an amazing movie. But we're hopeful. Um, so what are we going to watch next? Do you want to watch, you want to move on to Rob Zombie? You want to just do a bunch Hell of- Hell yes. Just do a bunch of zombies back to back. We'll do Hell- Also, hmm. I finally want to watch the Blair Witch Project. Okay, so we'll watch. Do you want to do... We should do Zombies first. Because Blair okay, Witch Project fine. is a little... It's great, but it's found footage. So. Okay. So we'll do House of a Thousand Corpses and The Devil's Rejects back to back. 
because okay. The Devil's Rejects is a sequel. <clears throat> then we'll do Lords of Salem. I feel like I'll be zombied out. Okay, so you just want to do two... We'll, let's do two zombies and then take a break until the end of the month. Okay. So we'll do House of a Thousand Corpses, Devil's Rejects, then we'll watch The Blair Witch Project, and then maybe do some classics, uh, like Poltergeist or something. Okay, yeah. Um, and then, of course, on Halloween, we're going to watch Halloween. Duh. Duh. Maybe Evil Dead. Like, maybe we'll wake up and watch Evil Dead <laughs> and watch Halloween when we're a little bit more awake. All right, well... Well, I have to work because Halloween's on a Monday. Oh. Well, that's the... Yeah, I usually have Mondays off now, which is nice to have a more regular schedule. I've asked for Tuesday off, though, so we can go out and do things. Right. I like it. Yay. So, oh, yeah, and I'm going to have more time off now, so that'll hopefully hopefully give me some more time for, like, the podcasts and the music and the writing, lots of writing. Um, So that brings us up to speed on, like, my big Chicago trip and what's going on with horror movies and... Do you want to talk about the project that you've been working on that we've not yet talked about on mic? Or do you want to... Where are we at? Mm. One, hour and, one hour and 11 minutes. We're okay. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Well, what about it? I think most people already kind of know. The people who follow you on Instagram or follow yeah. you on Facebook and stuff. So, But you're working on a graphic novel. Yes. Yes, I am. Then this is the first comic project that you've tackled all on your own usually i am writing stuff and forcing you chaining you to tables and making you draw things for me help me help me uh, your volume's not loud enough for them to hear that you're fine help me there yeah that was better actually do that again lord <laughs> can, you, can you cry can you're you sick. can you cry a little bit sorry <laughs> um We've been watching a lot of horror movies, folks. This is none of this to be taken seriously. Um, no. So how's that? How's that been? Do you want to talk about that process a little bit? What What's been inspiring you to keep going? What's <sighs> um right now? Not a lot. I'm really struggling to actually Ooh. get started on the art right portion of it. Um, I well, you finish... are doing art, just not art for the graphic novel. Yes, I'm working <laughs> on a painting right now. You're procrastinating by being. Uh, hey. No, I'm no. still doing art. Yeah, you're what you're And you're, I'm actually you're procrastinating with productivity. I'm okay with that. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I'm okay um, with that. Yeah. Um so I wrote the script. The script is totally done. Right. I've uh drafted it what twice? Uh, yeah, you did a couple drafts, um, um, and then I think you did a, po- a little polish too, based on like, a couple of notes. But so it's just I just have to fucking start art, buckle down, and, and I, start art. I don't know. I think I'm stressed out about it. I think I'm like really. Well, you're not starting on page work though. You're starting on like um uh like um um like character design yes. and location, yeah, location drawings and stuff, and stuff like yeah. that. Don't stress about that. I mean, I you're, you're probably going to do know. like dozens of sketches, right? For all that stuff. So yes. You just got to dive in. And I am, I'm going to be the biggest cheer section you've ever seen. I'm going to oh, yeah. just cheer you on, cheer you on. <laughs> That's what I'm all about. I'm here to, I'm here to support you and prop you up and, and take care of you. Well, um, regardless, I'm really excited about it. It's, it's a big project. It's uh, it's pretty. I don't know. Um, I I don't. Sometimes I feel like maybe I bit off a bit more than I can chew. Mm. Um, but 
Um, I don't know. Like I got this. Yeah, you got this. I mean, and the the paintings you've been doing are amazing. Oh, like, thank you. You've done. Uh, I no one's no one saw the ink drawing, right? Did you post the ink? The ink. Yeah, I think so. You did. Okay, yeah. So you did the the Grant Morrison watercolor, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. to this still to this day I think is the best thing you've ever done. It's fucking awesome. It's the background <laughs> on my phone. Um, and then you did the ink. The experiment with the illustrator's ink, which mm-hmm. was also amazing, and which I think... Thank you, Jess Hall, for letting me borrow your beautiful face. You were talking about um, maybe... Oh, her last name's not Hall anymore. Oh, she's married? Yeah. What's her last she's been name married now? for a long time. Just somebody. Reichmo? Reichmo? Something like that. <laughs> okay. Um... You were saying that if you ever, when you do the those six pages or whatever, five pages for Mina, that you were thinking about doing it with the Grayscale Illustrators Inc. because of that piece, which I think is awesome. Uh, but you're not yeah, sure now. Know. You're not sure now. Okay. And then you're working on right now, um, I've noticed a, a sort of a, um, do you want to talk about the sort of like vaguely witchy tone that all of your new stuff is taking? Like, I mean, you did Grant Morrison. It's covered in sigils. Grant Morrison himself, famous occultist. He's, yeah. You're doing, um, right now you're doing, it's a self-portrait. Yeah, I mean, I guess. I mean, it's, it's you. I like, used my body. You used, <laughs> I your, did use you used me. your body. It's your face. You have pretty, more or less kind of the same hairstyle, but like, like I noticed in your, your painting has, you know, like similar accoutrements to you. Oh, well, yeah. So, I mean... But but everything you're doing right now kind of has like that mystic tone to mm-hmm. it. Do you think you're? Do you think that's an inspiration of, uh, like, uh, what what is that inspiration? Is it is it like looking at the paintings of Jaw Cooper because she's doing lots of cool. Like, she's been done but done like crone stuff. And, no, I think I'm just diving back into the occult. And you've been because I know you've been reading. Um, You've been reading like uh, the Book of English Magic and like kind of looking into like occultism and stuff. But is that? And I I have read your script to your graphic mm-hmm, novel, and there's mm-hmm. lots of witchy stuff in there too. Do you think that's something that you're gonna like just keep incorporating into your art, or is, do you think it's just this? Maybe is like, I'm just doing a series right now. I, I don't know. A series, okay. Um, mm. do you have things you'd like to talk about? I do. All right, what do you got for us? Okay, so obviously. I'm going to work on the graphic novel, but um, yesterday I sat down and um, kind of inspired by um, a lovely lady that we met recently. Um, I've decided um, a, a list of things that I need to do this, I guess, not calendar year, but maybe one year from today, you know? Mm. Um, so I gave myself a list and my list is, of course, work on a graphic novel, mm. do more podcasts. Yay. Good. Right on. Um, let's see. This is not in any good order. <laughs> Hang on. Uh, design a logo, design and print business cards, mm. set up an Etsy and a website. Okay. Square, are you going to use Squarespace? I think so. It's so good. I just, I don't know if that's going to make sense to um, have a website like that, which I pay for. Mm. And I could sell things on, but then having the Etsy shop at the same time, I don't know if that makes sense. So you could, you could just use a free platform. Like that's Weebly. what I was thinking. Okay. I mean, I'll have to check it out and see if I like how it looks. I don't want it to look cheap right. or shitty. I don't know. Mm. I don't know how to explain it. 
No, I know what you mean. Um, so those. That's why I'm hoping to monetize my website so I can keep paying for it to look amazing. <laughs> and actually, really quick, someone did point out today um, they went on the site because I posted a link to it to get to some demos that I'd recorded. Mm-hmm. And yes, the site is in shambles right now. It's like it is under construction. There's broken links. There's pages with no content. I'm going to have that all fixed by the end of this week. Like I'm dedicating days to Bird and I are going to take new photos because I'm trying to sort of phase the Marlin stuff more to the back burner and focus on what I'm working on right now. I'm trying to sort of revision the website and redesign it. So yes, the website's a little bit in disarray right now. It's going to be a lot better by Saturday. I promise you all. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. Mm. So getting prints made, Mm. I'm going to go through my old art. I'm going to go through the art that I have made recently. I'm going to get prints of those made and get those up. Mm. And outside of the graphic novel, one of my big goals for myself is to have my stuff in a gallery or do some sort of art show. You know enough uh, mm. artists. <coughs> well, Around I don't already. know about that. but um, <coughs> Excuse me. And to hopefully do some freelance or commission work. Mm. So. Which getting your getting your work out there is going to be a huge first step for that. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, speaking of artwork, I believe you put a down payment on some artwork that's going to be going on you. I did. Pretty, uh, pretty quick here. What is that? November... Sixth, yeah, mm-hmm. bird. Uh, do you, I won't even take it from you. You, you tell it. <laughs> this is a, such a big thing um, for you. You've been planning this for so long. I've been wanting to get a chess piece for what Tattoo. two or three years, mm-hmm. and I just, I've had this idea and I've been hammering it out. And I just couldn't find an artist that I thought was the right person. You know, it, it had to be somebody that I really loved. It had to be the mm-hmm. right person. Right. So I've been holding off and holding off and um, I was talking to a friend of mine and they suggested Lauren at Wicked Good Ink. Um, so I went and checked her stuff out. I wasn't super in love with it, but I don't know. It, she just did this one piece. It was like a, a mermaid. It was beautiful. And I was like, oh shit, it's her. Mm. She's the one. And so the stuff you looked at at first didn't, mm-hmm. didn't hit you? I think it was some of maybe her older stuff. Right. So you saw, I mean, so it wasn't that you like were like, oh, this artist is terrible. It's like, you know, it wasn't, or the stuff you first looked at wasn't striking you. And then you mm-hmm. saw this one piece. And did you find more? You found more after mm-hmm. that? That was, yeah. Yeah, okay. absolutely. And so you should totally check her stuff out. She's on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, her handle there is freaking eat it. Freaking eat it as in spell, spell it. Freaking like and freaking eat, eat like it. eat an apple yes freaking eat it okay eat it. cool her name's lauren l-o-r-a-n right. iris her name's lauren iris apparently all right on. and she's at wicked good ink in portland portland all right right on cool you so were, i'm super super stoked about it we she seemed like ridiculously chill mm. <laughs> which so, is good because i'll be super keyed up yeah, and she, you know that's how you know she'll have a good steady hand. In fact, when, once the gun starts, her hand might not move for like forty minutes. She'll just bore a hole straight into your chest. Um, no, yeah, she wicked good ink seemed like really like a really cool place. We went in and checked it out. I read, we had cool uh, vibes, yeah. Yeah, really cool vibes. Very um, 
like very comfortable space. Mm-hmm. It actually felt kind of like a radio, like um. Oh yeah, it kind of did have that weird it, it, setup. It yeah. felt like like a like a recording studio or like a radio. What's it? What's that called? A radio, radio station. station. Yeah, it felt like a radio station to me. Like there was mm-hmm. rooms, kind of like a lot of glass, but like a lot of doors. Um, yeah, it was nice. It was a nice space. I read an issue of Inked while I waited for you and <laughs> learned all about about porn stars. And oh god, it was it was good. I good. got anytime I get to read about porn, I'm happy. Um, you got something else there. What is it? Oh, I wanted to do a little shout out to the lovely lady. Oh yeah, yeah, go ahead. Um, She's great. We met this awesome chick the other day. Uh, her name is Alexa. Mm-hmm. And uh, what's her last name? Alexa Brat B R A D T. Um, she came in to the store and needed things framed and I helped her out and she just like, she's just this big sunshine person. She's, you hear about like, uh, people who are like rays of sunshine. This, she like literally <laughs> is when she, when she walks into a building, it gets dimmer outside because like it, she's incredible. She's so full of energy yeah. and so full of like happiness and joy. And she's so nice. Oh, she and she's so bub- bubbly is a good word for her. Mm-hmm. She's great. She's a great person. Really, really cool. We uh, we got some of her, we picked up some of her pieces. We did, it. yeah. The, she was getting stuff framed for an art show, and she said, mm-hmm. "Oh, dude, you should totally come out." And I was like, "Well, I'll see if I can. I'm gonna be working, but mm-hmm. we made it." Yeah, <laughs> just barely. barely. <laughs> <laughs> got got lost um, in some pasture country. It was uh, it was it was on a horse ranch, or just a farm. A horse barn like or, a stable oh, okay yeah. um life's a ride in Sacco. um and we yeah we did get two of her pieces and that kind of gave me the the kick in the pants like she's out here in a freaking barn like doing selling art like obviously i have stuff that somebody would want right yeah i mean it, it was good to see it was good to see her there and see her work and see you looking through her work because I was like, I could, I could tell, you know. And I thought it was really funny that the two pieces we bought were like, she was like, that one? You, sh- you want that one? You're sure you want that one? It was like, uh, we bought what? A, uh, it's a copper plate, t- uh, a copper etching test print. Yeah. And yeah, because she did this. Uh, it's a beautiful, beautiful, I think it's a crow. It doesn't look quite big enough to be a raven. Um, but it's like an etching of a bird, um, like a copper etching of a bird. It's totally amazing. It's just really, really striking. And it was her first test print. And she was like, oh, you want that? Sure. You okay. sure you want it? And I was okay. like, yes. And the other one's sort of like, how would you describe that? It looks sort it's of like just, abstract stones a, or eggs. Yeah, it's a little watercolor painting. Ink um, and watercolor. Yeah, ink and watercolor. It's really simple and really like a subdued color palette. It's really beautiful. Um, but yeah, again, she was like... It's a gift for my mom. Nobody nobody let her listen to this. Okay. <laughs> your, your parents stay so far I'm away sure from our podcast. Um, <laughs> and for good reason. There's a reason my parents don't listen to, to my podcasts either. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. I think that... I think... Profanity is probably the least of their concerns. Really, my my parents are not huge profanity fans. Um, they're gonna love assholes and elephants. Uh, my new political podcast. I'm actually. Do you want to? We'll not talk about that here. We'll just start a new one. What? You're obnoxious. Why? I I want to I want to pimp it. I want people to know what's coming. Um, I'm uh, there's a new. I'm starting a new podcast. <clears throat> I got chatting. I was watching the debate last Sunday. 
uh, and I was live tweeting it, and I got to tweeting uh, the inimitable Adam Lau, and I just sort of joked like that we renowned should FRT renowned actor. FRT actor Adam Lau, and I I kind of joked that we should have a political podcast. Um, and he was like, "Yeah, I mean, sure. If I'd I'd be driving, I you know, if I didn't have a job, I'd be driving over there right now to sit down and record with you." And I was like, "You know what? Maybe I could Skype you in." And it got me thinking, um, especially in this election cycle. I mean, Bird and I were talking about it earlier today. There's a there's a real culture. What? Oh, politics. I know. Um, but we we won't get into it on the show. I just want to kind of like let people know to maybe keep an eye out for this new thing. Um, but uh, you know, I th- I think there's a real culture of don't you know like don't talk. What is it? You know, you're growing up and you're told don't talk religion, don't talk politics. But I think what that does is it sort of creates a culture of like people who. If you never enter into discourse on politics, if you never have a conversation about religion, you know, your brain's going to stagnate. You're not going to be able to, you know, I think politics is a conversation because if it's not a conversation, you get an election like the one we have right now, you know, like where you get a governor like you get a governor like LePage. Exactly. You get you get if, if you don't know how to talk about politics, then it's hard for you to have a voice in them. Um, so I think that there, I think people should be allowed to talk about politics. I think it should be something that we talk about regularly and something that you can be chill about. And I think that we can have intellectual conversations and what, 925? Did you think it was like midnight? (laughs) We'll have a cup of tea. What is wrong with us lately? I don't know. Maybe we have like carbon monoxide poisoning. It could be. Uh, I do have to get up at four tomorrow. So maybe I should, Mm. we should wrap this. But anyway, um. I think that I think that people should be allowed to have I think people should have like intel like intelligent non super violent like devolving into racial slurs and and weird like red scare profanity I, like oh my god like I I want to I so that's what I want to do. I want to sit and talk talk with Adam. I want to talk with you um about politics and just get a conversation going mm. and find out what people think and listen to opinions outside my own. And but you and I are very similar. Ah, very similar, but not identical. For example, Bird, do you support the death penalty? I do. I don't. Let's have a debate. <laughs> <laughs> like there, there you have it right there. Mm. Um, so like this, um, that's what I want to do. I want to talk politics with my friends. And maybe with people who aren't my friends. I don't know. People who want to talk politics with me. Um, and that being said, I know a lot of you who... Uh, did your eye just twitch? did. <laughs> a lot of you who listen to this podcast, um, I respect you enormously and your opinions enormously. I've co-hosted other podcasts with some of you. and I mean, Adam, that obviously I've done podcasts with him, but... Uh, you know, down the road, Alice, I'd love to hear from you. Mariah, I'd love for you to Skype in. I want to get my brother on because he has mm. some radically polarizing views about some shit. Um, he does. Can you imagine the conversation I'm going to have with that boy? Oh, boy. That boy. Um, yeah, so, you know, if you want to talk politics, if you want to talk about a specific issue, if you want to just start talking we can and talk s- topics if you we can talk topics mm, we can cool. see where it goes we can hit the issues i'm open to it i want to talk i want to talk politics i want to make it something that we can all talk about and we can all get our get our voices heard and and just get our voices used and shake off the rust and, and talk about the, the machinations of this fucking giant country that we live in oh. i know um so with that 
Um, that was that was a lot of fun. Uh, keep an ear open for the next Shaman and Robin where we're going to have watched Rob Zombie's uh, House of a Thousand Corpses what? and what? The Devil's Rejects, probably. And we're going to, both of those are going to secretly be about witches and drugged mm. women. And what? What's. Is that? Rob Zombie in his movies? No, but Sherry Moon Zombie Dang. often oh, is. So even yes. better. And actually, I'm pretty sure you see her naked in, uh, in either House of a Thousand Corpses or Devil's Rejects. Or at least her boobs. Yeah, she's a hottie. She is. She is. She's what I I hope you grew up to be, and Rob Zombie is uh, who I hope to grow up to be. Either him or Daniel Craig. <laughs> so, Those are two very different things. We'll see where life takes oh, me. <laughs> All right. Um. So, you got anything else? You got anything else you wanna you wanna pimp or push? Pimp or push. Nah. Uh, did we get any social media stuff for um for Brat? From his brat? Or do um, we, she we don't is know on yet. Instagram, but her account is private. Okay, we'll go. I don't know if she has a, um, I don't think she has an art. All right, well, anything. if she is, you know what? If she's on Instagram and her account is private, go find her. Her name is, what's her first name? I forget. Alexa? Alexa Brat, B-R-A-T-T. Look her up B-R-A-D-T. on... B-R-A-D-T. Alexa Brad. A-L-E-X-A. Go hit her up on Instagram. Go go request uh, go request a follower and, and see what she's up to and say we sent you because we like her a lot and we want her to know how much we support her. Tell her she needs to do art full yeah, time. Tell her she needs to do art full time and uh, harass Bird too and tell Bird oh that she God. needs to do art full time and to get working on that goddamn graphic novel all right that's enough of get that. off my ass it's time for us to go and get at least a cup of tea my god it's only 9 30 we can't go to no, bed yet. we can all right maybe, we, totally maybe can. we should go to bed all right well that's enough that's enough of this um we'll talk to you next week because hopefully we're gonna be doing this a lot more regularly we're now that we've got our system figured out we're doing good okay. we're feeling good and we're hopefully back on the train for good the train. Oh, we've come full circle. We, we have. All right. <laughs> Fuck Governor LePage. Um, I'm gonna end. I'm gonna end strong with that. Um, mm-hmm. So that was Chapman and Robin for this week. I'm Max Peterson. And I'm Bird. Holy podcast, Chapman. <laughs>